When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura, and I am a graduate student studying climate science. This podcast is a cool place to talk about general climate change education or personal sustainability efforts, things that aren't necessarily common knowledge, but totally should be. And we're talking casually, and every week we are bringing you personal tips on how to be a more responsible citizen of the planet. So this week, it is just me on the podcast, and I know that some people like the solo episodes, some people like the one with guests, so I'm trying to mix it up, I'm trying to keep a really good balance, so I hope you enjoy this. I'm really, really excited today to be talking about the straw situation. So if you've been listening to Eco Chic for a little while, I have been trying to answer general questions that I get via DM, via email, in the last few months. I've been doing that at the end of every episode, and I've really enjoyed that because it's a good way to just get a lot of common questions answered all at once. And if you have a question, then it seems like multiple people will have the same kind of issue that they're looking for a solution to when it comes to sustainability tips or climate change. So again, before I get into this, if you have any questions, it's really easy to get in contact with me via Instagram DM. I'm at Laura E. Diaz. And that's always down below if you want to get in contact with me in any way. A few weeks ago, my friend Carson reached out and she had a really good, interesting question. Someone on Facebook had made an argument against a plastic straw ban. They had an article cited that said that plastic fishing nets are a much larger proportion of ocean plastic than plastic straws. And for that reason, we really shouldn't care about straws. And Carson reached out to me basically saying, like, how do I combat this argument? I really wanted to put this guy in his place, but I didn't know what to say. And you know what? It's really interesting because I kind of get this question really often. In other episodes, when I do talk about a more specific topic, I like to bring on some sort of expert in the field so that we can get a really good, holistic, educated perspective on the question. It just so happens that I would like to consider myself a little bit of an expert in the straw-free campaign space. I am the project coordinator for Straw Free Flag, which is a project based in Flagstaff, Arizona, where I currently live. We are aiming to convert our local businesses to straws by request. So basically, no plastic straws just automatically given out when you order a drink. You have to ask for it. And a lot of restaurants are already on board. It's really catching fire. If you live in Flagstaff and you've seen the promotional items or you've seen the hashtag anywhere around town, fun surprise, that's me and our community partners. So I'm really excited to be kind of speaking on the straw situation on the podcast from my background in the straw-free campaign space. So let's backtrack a little bit. I do want to talk about the argument that this guy made about the majority of our plastic not actually being straws. This is totally correct. The majority of the plastic in our oceans is just litter. So it is trash from a lot of the time just less developed countries that don't really have proper means of waste disposal. Of the plastic in our oceans, about 10% of that is fishing debris, and only about 1-2% to is actually plastic straws specifically. So let's address the question, should we really care about straws? 
I am personally not a fan of the argument that I'm not going to do something just because other people are doing something that is worse. That's really not a great way to live your life in any sense when it comes to sustainability, but I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just kind of here to talk about straws today. So let's think a little bit broader. Here is the deal with fishing debris. The majority of the plastic fishing nets and other fishing debris that we find in the oceans are mostly due to commercial fishing practices. So let's look a little bit broader that straws are something that we all use on a personal level. The debris in the ocean that comes from fishing is from commercial fishing practices. So it's a much smaller group of people who are contributing to the majority of our marine plastic. Commercial fishing and the fishing debris that we do find from that is usually randomly disposed in the oceans. A lot of these fishing nets and other fishing items get lost during storms, and a large bit of that is already in the ocean, and it just further delays as a storm comes. It just pulls things together, and it gets in larger clumps in the ocean. If you've ever seen maybe a picture of that plastic island that's floating, I'll try and look for one and put it in the show notes. A big issue here that is great for us local small-scale fishermen, but not really great when it comes to commercial fishermen losing nets in the ocean, is that as the years go on, our fishing items are getting more and more durable. So your nets are stronger, and congratulations, you can catch more fish without a tear in your net. But if this is getting lost, it's going to take a lot longer for it to break down. It's going to be a lot harder for animals to get out of it if they're trapped underneath. So the durability of fishing items is kind of a two-edged sword. And again, yeah, that's really awesome for us, like, little people fishermen, but when it comes to a commercial fishing practice, durability is not really our friend in the larger scheme of time. By that same token, we have the issue of ghost nets. Ghost nets are, again, discarded fishing gear. They make up about 10% of all marine litter, and they're just fishing nets that are lost on the bottom of the ocean that are trapping animals. Um, You get a lot of marine animal deaths due to just being trapped underwater and not being able to get out. If you are familiar with the concept of bycatch, I will briefly explain that. Bycatch is basically when you have a large commercial fishing practice that has a net in the water, and let's say they're going to just catch a lot of tuna, let's say, like for argument's sake, and a dolphin gets caught in there, then that dolphin is bycatch. That dolphin is not what their original plan was for the catch of the day. So, Ghost nets, as I discussed just briefly, the nets that are discarded on the bottom of the water. So ghost nets are kind of like a really large scale inefficiency of the fishing economy. Another big issue when it comes to dealing with the marine plastic that's associated with commercial fishing is that a lot of this goes on in international waters. It is incredibly difficult to regulate anything that goes on in international oceans, and there is really just so little control. We don't have an overarching body. To my knowledge, there's no major pollution controls in place when it comes to international waters. So a solution to our ocean plastic would really be a large overarching global legal pollution control when it comes to international waters. And we are not really at that point right now. So fishing is definitely a very real problem, but is not necessarily the single realist problem we have when it comes to dealing with marine plastic. So where does that leave us with straws? Yes, again, there are bigger issues when it comes to ocean pollution, but if we hadn't started talking about straws, would we be talking about durable fishing gear and marine pollution from commercial fishing practices at the scale that we're talking about now? Probably not. You have to bring one issue to light before you're talking about another. And I actually talk about this quite a bit 
when I am presenting my straw-free campaign to local businesses or if I'm talking to people in the community about a straws by request project, it's really a matter of starting the conversation. There are, yes, I acknowledge, people with disabilities who do need straws and we can't just go around saying no plastic straws ever in all of the world. That's not a realistic way to live our lives. That's not really realistic for everybody. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, if you know me at all, I'm a big advocate for just doing what works for you. And just because I want to give up straws doesn't mean you have to. You can cut out your planetary footprint in some other way. And that's totally, totally fine. I don't think that straws are the largest issue we have when it comes to sustainability. I don't think that straws are going to be like the cure-all solution to climate change and environmental degradation. It's really a matter of just starting the conversation. If you get someone thinking about straws, you get them thinking about maybe their plastic cutlery or how else can they make a really small change. The argument of not doing something because there's commercial fishing nets out there that are doing a lot worse doesn't really work in this sense because sustainability is really something that I'm a big believer we need to work on on a personal level before we get a lot of policy backing. Policy is totally necessary to move towards our environmental goals aggressively, but unless we have people who are really caring on their own about sustainability, we're not going to be electing people who care on a larger policy level. And for that reason, it's really a grassroots movement. It's really about you just saying, no thanks, I don't need a straw when you order a drink, or encouraging your favorite businesses to go straws by request. It's really a matter of just starting the conversation. And by that token, straws are probably the easiest thing you can do to reduce your environmental footprint. It really doesn't require a lot of effort. It doesn't require you making any purchases. It doesn't require you moving towards any sort of extreme lifestyle move. When it comes to living a lower waste lifestyle, when it comes to living a lower impact lifestyle, straws are a really low-key step in the right direction you can do and it's really a matter of just making that small effort truly no effort is too small and because i also get this question quite a bit i'd like to address it on the straw conversation how do you encourage your friends to also go straw free i again am a big believer in just doing what works for you so it's really a matter of leading by example when i am ordering drinks for a group of people i will say just mine without a straw and then someone else will be like you know what i don't need a straw either Or sometimes they'll take a straw and they'll say, sorry, but I brought my reusable grocery bag today. And it's not about justifying your efforts. It's just about getting that into your central consciousness. So a lot of the times I'll just say like, no straw. And the bartender will be like, oh, thanks. I really like sea turtles too. And you know what? Like that's a good enough conversation. So it's just about getting the ideas out there, leading by example, encouraging people to think on their own about what they care about and what their goals are for their planetary footprint. So I did say at the beginning of the episode that I had a little surprise in store. I would like to give away a set of straws to a listener. For starters, I would just like to encourage people to start thinking about their own little zero waste kit that they can bring with them. I always have a straw in my purse and then one in my backpack for any time I might order a drink and want a reusable straw to sip out of if I'm having like a nice coffee, for example. Or I even posted the other day on my Instagram stories that I used a reusable straw in like a big frozen margarita that I took with my friends. So it's really just a matter of thinking about how you can avoid single-use plastics and how you can be better prepared to live your everyday life in a lower waste way. Secondly, I would like to just thank everybody for the support that I've gotten on this podcast. I really appreciate everyone's good vibes and energies and reaching out to me with questions and encouragement. And I've had a lot of instances in my personal life lately that have made me very appreciative of my support systems and my community. 
and the support that I've gotten through this podcast has been really overwhelming, um, especially in the last few weeks. And I would just like to thank everyone. And I genuinely want to just start giving away little things that can make your life a little bit easier, a little bit more sustainable, and just get you thinking on a more regular basis about your environmental footprint. Not just when you listen to this podcast, not just when you see a recycling bin, but in your everyday life. Climate change is always happening. There's always an effort for sustainability. And if I can better equip some of you to deal with these changes, I would really appreciate that. To enter the giveaway, I will have a photo on my Instagram page today. It'll run for a week and you just have to tag a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast. And that's it. It'll be really easy peasy. I want to make it as seamless as possible. Just get these straws to whoever wants them. And if you are interested in just purchasing the straws as opposed to entering the giveaway, I will have the link for that down below as well. Um, They're just straws that I personally have bought before. I buy them on Amazon. And again, I really just appreciate this opportunity to give you this information that I care about so much. And I'm looking forward to talking to you more about the straw conversation. If you have anything specific you'd like to talk about when it comes to climate change or personal sustainability or anything in the realm of the environment, I would love to talk to you. You can email me, laura at lauraedias.com, or you can send me an Instagram message. That's the easiest way to get in contact with me. And again, I'm at lauraedias. Otherwise, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Again, I appreciate you, and I hope you have a really awesome week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.